COVID-19 affected the price of food that you buy? Has COVID-19 affected the price of food that you buy? We've been hearing stories from all over the country about how food prices have been rising for the past few months. We had lockdowns and the interstate travel bans and this made it harder to move food from one state to another. So there were scarcities in some places. And I want to know if, you know, it's affected prices near you. It's affected my favorite food place where I buy food very cheaply. Now the food is not about to be cheap anymore. And that brings me to today's big hard fact. According to a National Bureau of Statistics survey, 92% of households are concerned because of reduced income and the increased food costs. So you can see there's a second side to the coin. A lot of people lost their jobs or they had their salaries slashed and suddenly they cannot afford as much food as they could before. And that's even before the prices hikes. Today's Wednesday, so the newsroom has a new episode of Perspectives for you. This week, our correspondents all over the country looked at the prices of food, the hikes in food price, and how Nigerians are coping. After you listen, let's talk. We can no longer continue like this. Government say we should be indoors. They should also allow the food sellers and other to sell for us. They will die of hunger before the coronavirus. Please, the federal government, should please come to the aid of the common men. Perspectives, a news and current affairs program which attempts to find a common narrative on maybe several plots tying Nigeria's major cities. They're so far, they're so far. Uh, tell this government, they help these people. The fuel took cost for us, they buy fuel, 300. Every week, our team of correspondents delve into the heart of the story behind the scenes. Right here on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. The National Bureau of Statistics report on the impact of COVID-19 indicates that an overwhelming 92% of households surveyed are concerned over reduced income and the high cost of food items in the market. Nearly half of the people interviewed admitted to rationing their meals The implications are huge for Nigeria, which has the second highest burden of stunted children in the world, with a national prevalence rate of 32% of children under 5. An estimated 2 million children in Nigeria suffer from severe acute malnutrition. Some households struggle to purchase staple food items like yam, rice and beans during the seven days before the interview, with 35 to 59% of households who need to purchase these staple foods reporting that they were not able to buy them. In this episode of Perspectives, we'll be looking at the impact of reduced incomes on families and find out how big the cuts have been on their family income and spending. I'm Aoho Obo, and this is Perspectives. Kano is arguably the second largest city in Nigeria, with a population of about 20 million, attracting merchants from within and outside northern states, as well as neighboring countries such as Chad, Niger Republic and Sudan, among others. As the commercial nerve center of northern Nigeria, the state is blessed with a number of popular markets, including Kantunkori Textile Market, Dawano Grains Market, Nkura Market, Elemu Fruits Market, and Awaki Livestock Market, Abuba Karimi Market, Nkaba Vegetable Market, and Singa Foodstuff Market, among others. (laughs) 
The usual business activities were booming in those markets until the COVID-19 pandemic surfaced in the city. The development, which prompted series of lockdown orders by both the federal and state government and eventual skyrocketed prices of commodities. Correspondent Joy Godson, who monitors the situation at Enkura Market, Enkaba Market and Singa Market, reports that lack of price control encourages traders to increase prices of their commodities by about 60 to 70 percent. For instance, spaghetti price has risen from 180 to 250. A plate of foreign rice increased from 1,100 before the lockdown to 1,800, just as price of every other commodity such as wheat, wheat flour, maize, tomatoes and yam, among others, skyrocketed in the markets. Even pure water sell and marijuana, spaghetti is 180, but now it's 250. Even tomato, fish, but almost all the whole food stuff. Everything they add money, super yeti, he add. Even the soap they use. Everything. Now so in the cost every day, every day. Some sell to chop two times in a day. Like a rice where they buy before now, one thousand two, but now one thousand eight. She go get fish three hundred. Shower hundred naira or two one fifty. But now shower sell go sell five hundred. Pipe us eight hundred, one thousand. I bet many leave us for lockdown. No, they find the two they chop. Mr. Felix Okonko, a father of four who has been feeding his family members with a loaf of bread daily due to paucity of funds, speak with Nigeria Info. I've never seen this type of thing before. We don't have money, we don't have food, no government assistance. And this close down, it weakens somebody. Many, many families, they feed from what they get from one day. We are only managing to feed it once, and that once is not even full. Family of about five, we manage a loaf of bread for a day. To the traders, what they bought is what they are selling as they shift the blame on wholesalers who are supplying them from other states since the lockdown began. If you look at the situation we are in now, I can say that it's this pandemic era that caused it because there is restriction of movement of goods. We don't go to the market, they go to the market. Maybe they come buy the market because nobody is saying everybody is here. People, they complain nobody is small because everything is high. So now because of this coronavirus, now company had this money, the dealers. If you buy Leader of Abu Bakarimi Market, Nafiunu Indabu, corroborates their position with the claim that most of the traders get their goods from Lagos, the state which is the epicenter of COVID-19 in Nigeria, hence the reason for the hike. All our traders here from Kano used to go to Lagos and purchase all the fraud and outside Nigeria. Because of this COVID-19 pandemic, this is only where everything is increased because everyone is under this lockdown. You know, from Kano to Lagos before, the delivery used to come just within two days. But now, because of this, everywhere is under serious lockdown. We spent like one week before he came here back to Kano. Before one truck, you're going to pay like 200000 This time around, you're going to pay like 600000 It's necessary for everyone to increase something. However, the sudden surge in price of essential commodities has led to severe hunger in Kanu, hence increasing the number of malnourished children in the state. A 44-year-old Hadiza Umar narrates how her twin granddaughters are suffering from malnutrition following her unbearable living condition. 
I am here in need of help. I need baby milk for these two infant kids with me. Their father is poor and struggling. He helps out when he can and their mother is dead and I don't have money and I struggle to make by. I just need baby milk so I can feed them daily. Speaking with correspondent Victor Christopher, the chief dietitian at Amina Kanotitian Hospital, AKTH, Yusuf Salah Sukura, says the hike in price of essential commodities could deprive the masses the opportunity of observing daily balanced diet. People are having this malnutrition is because they don't have enough as at now to feed themselves because they are locked off at home and they don't go out. Even if they go out, they won't get what they want. And at the same time, what they are looking for, all the six essential nutrients that our body required, carbohydrates, the proteins, parts and oil, vitamins, minerals and water. It's not all people that are getting it because market is closed. All vegetables and fruits and everything are nowhere to be found. So that's what causes all this problem of malnutrition in this COVID-19 that we are having as at now. According to him, such development could result to stunted growth, eye problems, diabetes, heart disease, an increased number of malnourished children in the society, hence the need for urgent intervention of the relevant authorities. I am Khadija Nasser, reporting for Nigeria Info from Kanu. Everything is going up. Transport, food, everything is everything. high. Everything tight, man. Things like hard, man. You can't fit it. The year 2020, in years to come, would be remembered as the year that the world stopped to fight a common enemy. The novel coronavirus pandemic, otherwise referred to as COVID-19. In the FCT, the center of unity, it started with just three confirmed cases as of 31st of March 2020. In less than three months, we've experienced over 1,600 cases with more frightening spike. We are requesting for full compliance by the general public. We have to get this right in this time round. We really need to stop playing Russian role with our lives uh, because if we continue to expose ourselves to COVID, there's no doubt that people will die. Despite the lockdown, the spread is still very frightening and if for anything, it slowed the pace. Criminal activities soared, jobs lost, hunger on the rise. People fed from hand to mouth. Some had nothing to eat and had to resort to taking loans or debts. Well, COVID-19 has affected people, especially civil servants that are totally depending on salary to survive in the sense that the salary now has been a little delayed. And when it comes, it's not meeting up the needs of the individuals because the prices of things has shot up, have gone up more than what it was. And a lot of people are now coming to tell us that please give us goods on credit and by the end of the month, once the salary comes, we'll pay you. So most of those that were customers that we know them, you don't know how to tell them no. It is just a year of survival for so many people. From foodstuff to medicine, beverages and toiletries, the challenges are innumerable. Salary cuts, delays on hiking foodstuff are still plaguing many residents of the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Guagulada Market is one of the major markets in the FCT. Some buyers and sellers speak to 95.1 Nigeria Info. 
like something we used to work now. We used to buy nails, nails of 50 naira, but now it's 100 naira, 120. We used to buy dissolver, uh, 100 naira, 500, but the one of 500 is 1000 now, the one of 100 naira is 250. A pack of a corn, we buy it, 9500, now we are buying it 17000. So most people are now going back to tin tomatoes. They will buy a little of fresh tomato, they miss it to tin tomatoes. Oil of uh, 1.8 now is 2000, so. Local rice will buy it for low, a mudu 300. Now it's 700 naira 650. So foreign rice, I think a mudu is one two now. Like provision of food stores. Okay. For no attacks, the trade. But mudu is 200. Now it's 300. As if they compound the woes. The World Bank says the collapse in crude oil prices, coupled with the COVID 19 pandemic, is expected to further plunge the Nigerian economy into severe recession, the worst since the 1980s. That same report said Nigeria will house 25% of global poor people in no time. Um, it will mean that more poverty, it will mean that a lot of things Nigeria wants to the types of GDP that Nigeria will not be able to do. It will mean more unemployment. It's not really going to spell out. We cannot put our heads around it. You saw what happened to Naira to, to global currencies, particularly Naira to dollar. Still, Many doubt the existence of the COVID-19 pandemic, even as Nigeria is yet to flatten the curve. We only hear about it. We don't pray to witness it or to see it, even if it's real. While the government, private organizations and individuals are doing their best to keep everyone alive, play your part by maintaining social distancing, washing of hands regularly and observing all protocols. Together, we can defeat the dreaded virus. I am Bivan Magoni. This report is packaged by the News and Current Affairs Unit of 95.1 Nigeria Info FM, Abuja. That's it on perspectives. One story, but different perspectives. The way we say the cookie crumbles, all the way from Onicha to Abuja. Everyone with his or her own story. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. I am Aoro Obo. Bye-bye. Thank you to the newsroom for that great work. And it brings me to the very first question on the show. And I asked that question at the top of the show. How has COVID-19 affected the prices of food that you buy? Call me with figures, all right? So tell me like actual figures. So if you used to buy a plate of food for 200 naira, how much are you buying it for now? If you used to buy for 150, how much are you buying it for now? These are the questions I have on my mind. And I'm hoping that you can help me answer those questions. How has the price of yam changed? How are you buying it before? How much are they selling yam now? Also, talk to me about the stories you heard uh, on perspectives. Tell me what you think about the situation in Abuja or Kano or Onicha. All the places that our reporters went to, what do you think about the things that they said? Moses is in Lekki. Hello, Moses. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, actually, um, that's the truth. Everything has gone up, most especially like... Like me, mm. I eat indomie, I eat um, spaghetti, and all these things have mm. gone up. Mm. Like normally, you buy spaghetti like one eight, one eighty before, but now it's like two fifty. Mm. Just imagine carton of indomie three five. 3, yeah, more that one. Eh? Hmm. So uh, we just imagine everything is going up, but salary is not going up. Farm, farm, that one. Eh? <laughs> you just understand. Yeah. I don't. But the truth is that mm. the truth is that apart from 
maybe moving around or moving around. Mm. Nigerians is good in something, killing themselves. They take opportunity of every bad situation. Hmm. And that too is among. Look at transportation. It's nothing to write to me about. About either. So hmm. everything is just like that. And I wanted to really contribute to what you were saying before, sincerely. Yeah, but that one don't pass. I'm very good. I, I, I know, I know. Let that pass because my mama and my dad na, na delta, <laughs> and I declaim the truth. It don't no pass. Body. It don't pass. I claim the truth, woman. Anywhere you like, you claim. Like you get. Moses, <laughs> bye bye. We've got Simon. Hello, Simon. Uh, good evening, madam. Good evening. Good to have you on the show. Yes, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the price of rice. Yes, has it gone up in Badagri? I'm in Badagri. I used to buy bag of rice down for my family. Mm. Now, that time I used to pay uh, 17000 15000 But all after this uh, COVID-19, mm. the rice has increased to 20, 22000 plus or 23000 plus. Wow. So, where are we going in our country, Nigeria? And they wow. say we should not eat uh, foreign rice. But we are not seeing the local rice at all. Tokukubai. And then the menace of the custom, the police, every joint is checking point, checking point, checking point. What are they looking for? Mm. They are looking for somebody who has a right. Even if you have a cup of rice, they will not allow you to pass. Mm. So what can our country do? They say we should not eat the foreign rice. Mm. Where is the local one? Are we, are, we, are we slave in our country? I'm a citizen of this country. Are we slave in the country where we were giving birth to? These are the areas we should address. Mm. The Minister of uh, Agriculture was talking the other day that everything is important, 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 fine. Mm. Where is the made Nigerian goods that we should buy? That we should buy. Mm. We should buy. Mm. Where are the made Nigerian goods? I agree that, yes, in the 80s, we know what is on the ground. Mm. In the 80s, everything was available. Because of the mismanagement of our country, mismanagement of our resources. Oh, our also, leader. we did not stay the same population as we were in the 80s. Our population skyrocketed from the 80s. So the resources has become even slimmer. I understand. That mm. is true. But, mm. but you see, the lockdown, lockdown we're talking about, mm. I had you when you were talking about uh, somebody appointed as ambassador, this and that. Mm. It's good. Mm. But many things we're talking. Are the government looking, listening to you? Yes, they're listening. they're listening to you. They're listening. You see that everybody's complaining. Everybody's complaining. They're Everything listening. has gone off. Okay, lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. There's no palliative to the people that are poor. They only turn on the radio, on television, and the audience. Now, when I was speaking with you, I'm only I'm inside my car. I have to move away from my car. That's why I can able to charge my my phone. There's no light. The light is not it is not there. Nothing is working. And somebody is telling us that we are really not, and we are not seeing anything. What are we talking here? Are you talking? Are you talking to the blind? We are citizens of the country. We know what is how the pace is. Mm. Many people are listening to us as we speak. Mm -hmm. What is government doing to help the masses? What are we going to do? The road to Badagi is nothing to write home about. I travel from Badagi the other time to Mowe, my my base, where I have my property there. Mm. In fact, if I tell you what I have, what I declare in my car is is something else. The road network is zero percent. Mm -hmm. What are we talking? And Badagi has been there for years. Even when we were unborn, mm. they were telling us about Badagi, 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 Badagi. Ask anybody, man. The Badagi road is, is, a, is a death trap. Mm. Nothing, nothing to write home about. Make your inquiry. The road from Agbara down to Badagi is useless. 
What hole? Many vehicles got entered, got some just destroyed. Many things happening there. So what are we talking here? Many bad, bad things happening on the road. What is the government doing about it? These are the issues that I think we should think. All right, Simon, thank you for calling. Uh, unfortunately, what we're talking about is food. You know, if we, we open this conversation up to uh, roads, it's not going to end today. Ayo, hello. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Big hard fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, in our side, yeah, I'm calling from Lagos. Mm. Precisely. Okay. The food stuff has gone high, very high, very high. Gary, mm. just Gary Penn, that we were buying at the rate of 500, 600. Mm. And when you go now, mm. you get at the rate of 1514. Ah. Ah, ah. We talk of rice. Rice, that we were buying at the rate of 15,000 Has COVID-19 affected the price of the food that you buy? Now, let's look at um, the income side of this conversation, right? One of the guys who called in, I think it was Moses, he said, um, money, no, they increase, but everything else, they increase, they go. Abi salary, no, they increase, yet everything else for market, they increase, they go. We've touched on food prices going up. Let's talk about how income continues to go down, right? Or is even disappearing in some cases. We have a lot of businesses that have had to shut down during the lockdown basically if you worked from an office here in lagos and you were not part of of the essential services you had to stay at home teachers are sending me messages every day on whatsapp we need help we need help private school teachers we need help we need help we're going hungry so you have suddenly a lot of people who have now had their incomes drop or disappear but guess what the number of mouths that you have to feed hasn't dropped so something has to give and that's why we started hearing about people rationing their their meals in some houses people went from two or three meals a day to only one meal a day and then in a lot of houses the content of the meals changed as well so meat no food inside again stew no plenty or soup no plenty like before we will add plenty water so you know so i think will last well well some staples like yam became harder to afford as well so you have Lagosians who were having to make some very tough choices about how much they eat and who gets to eat what in the house and of course this was what government was supposed to help Lagosians avoid with its palliatives. I hate that word, by the way. Hate it. We were supposed to be seeing food distribution to the poorest Lagosians, but the entire process had so many question marks. So many question marks. There were questions about how recipients were selected. 
What criteria did the government use to add households to the social register? And then there were controversies about the distribution itself. Remember on Hard Facts, I spoke with uh, the CDA officials who said that the amount of food that their areas were promised was not what they eventually received. So when you look at this, it raises a question about whether government was ready for this disruption to food supply and whether they took proper steps to shield the oceans. Now, when we don't have our WhatsApp line up, but you can leave us a comment on Facebook. We've got a post up on Facebook where you can share your thoughts. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Did COVID-19 affect your income? Did you take a pay cut or did they suspend your salary? Or did they fire you? If you have your own business, did COVID-19 and the lockdown cut into your profits? And then for, for, for those of you who saw a drop in income, how did it, how did it affect your, your food consumption? Did you have to ration food in your house? Do you know people who had to ration food in their houses? What were the first things to go? Was it meat? Was it soup? Was it stew? Was it What were the first things to go? What were the luxuries that you had to cut out of your house? But some people I know used to run their generator 24 hours. Now they're just running for two hours to charge charge phone and freeze the the free and freeze the uh, fridge or freezer, and then they switch it off. Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. If you just joined the show, I'm Sandra Ezekwesi. We've got Kane Day on the line. Hello, Kane Day. Hello, Sandra. Good evening. Good evening. Um, um, I, I really need clarification on them. Just a minute, game. Okay. I played them yesterday, mm-hmm. and I got three out of four questions. Oh yes, you, you, you are a winner. Fr- you are a winner from yesterday. Thank you for calling to remind oh. us today. So congratulations, you're our winner. So uh, okay, don't don't hang up. We're going to have the person who who screened this call get your details. Okay. okay? Okay, so she's, so she's going to collect this call back and take your details, all right? Congratulations again and uh, well done. We still have just a minute coming up later on today. So um, if you want to win 10,000, uh, call into the show and win. Sorry about that. Uh, 99.3? How are you? What's your name? I'm fine. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, my name is Joseph Rosa. Oh. Calling from Lake. Good to have you on the show. Oh wow. The coronavirus already affected me in different way. Okay. One, from my working place, we work full month, they pay half salary. Mm. And now I'm a family of three. Mm. I hardly provide keep to my need because the salary is not enough for me. Mm. Because of what I'm aiming now is not that enough again. Mm-hmm. So in terms of food I spent. Normally, if I give my wife 50,000 a month for full stop, it would be enough for us. Mm. But now, if I give up 50,000, it's not enough. It really affect me in a different way. Mm-hmm. I hear you, sir. And I thank you for calling me to, to, share, to share your uh, story with me. Honestly, it's quite the thing. 99.3. Hello, Mrs. Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Good evening. This is Ibikunle calling from Lucky Fever. Welcome, Ibikunle. One thing is, the prices of food will continue to go up. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, mm. 
I can count, and you, listeners, can count the number of family members, their family members, hmm. who were into farming. Today, where are they? Just a, a, just of recent, I went to one farm settlement here, Eric Kurodo. Hmm. Look at what government is equally doing. Farm settlement. Some people acquired massive lands, and they are not using it. And of which, such land was meant for farming. People were not using it. And don't forget that the interaction between demand and supply will come to play in the market. When the demand is more than the supply, automatically the price will go up. Then on what you were discussing before, Sandra? No. We, we, we can't talk about what we were discussing before. That conversation, people really loved it. <laughs> no, that conversation is over. It happened between four and five. We're done with it. We've moved on. Huh? Okay, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. We've got Mokoye on the line. Mokoye from Ogun State, welcome to the show. Uh, good evening, Sandra. Yes, good evening. Uh, Sandra, please, can I play just a minute? <laughs> no, not yet, um, but don't... Please, don't please, um, no, you cannot play just a minute. Call back when just a minute starts and then you can play it at that time. If everybody's calling me right now for just a minute, stop calling, okay? Just a minute will happen uh, towards the end of the show, okay? Mm-hmm. So just keep listening towards the end of the show. You call in and you play just a minute. Because if you play it now, there are questions that... Um, um, the answers to I will say between now and the end of the show and you're going to reduce your chance of winning do you want to reduce your chance of winning Victor in Shomolu hello good afternoon good afternoon so as you know the COVID-19 pandemic has really affected a lot affected people yeah but the thing is that the spirit of people need to be ignited because when people are giving up are giving up during this time Everything is looking more gloomy. So I don't know in what way that we can, like, galvanize people to be awakened again economically. Everything is just looking gloomy. When you say galvanize people to be reawakened, what do you mean? Sorry about that. Call us back if you can, Victor. You know, um, you have... A situation where there was so much that the government could have done, right? To prevent or at least soften this food price problem. So take a look at something like interstate travel. As you know, a lot of the food that we eat in Lagos comes from other states. In fact, most states get their food from interstate travel. So once we heard government will be closing the borders, people were afraid of how it would affect food supply. But government said, relax, we got this. Food transporters will be allowed to pass. And so they made an exception on paper. But what happened in reality? Well, we heard the stories over and over. Security agents at the checkpoints were stopping food transporters and extorting them for money. Or sometimes they even used, uh, they, they, they used to turn them back. And then you think about the people who had to pay to come over. They're not going to pay that money out of pocket now. So what they do is charge extra to the, to the farmers or to the vendors who need to move the food. And those guys charge extra at the market to make up for that money. And that's one, just one of the reasons that food prices went up during the lockdown. 
a couple of weeks ago, I had two guests uh, here on Hard Facts, I don't know if you remember, to talk about the food security situation. And they talked about extortion at the checkpoints. And they talked about a bunch of other problems as well. Their names are Sarato Abiola and Chinasa Asonge. And here's what they had to say. It was quite the thing. So I need to ask, yeah, uh, the, the restriction of movement, how did it affect your your business? Do you sell to other states? Are there crops that you sell to uh, to people in other states? Of course. Okay. I buy from, I buy, we, we buy, like my, the rice I process, if we don't have enough, mm-hmm. if I we just send the rice in, in Lagos State, I buy our rice from, um, Kebi, Yode, Kanu, I buy all those rights from there. I buy Paddy's right because we know we have a network of women farmers. Mm. You know, we belong, we belong to cooperatives, so we have a network all over the Tatsik states where we can buy off rice from, okay. from people. Mm-hmm. And not also, not also rice and other crops like tomatoes, potatoes, and all that. Okay. And also onions and egusis that, that is coming from Abuja. So we have places where we can we can buy up this produce. But now we cannot even buy up this produce because of the interlock, the state, the state, the, this interlock, the interstate ban. Yes, this closed down, this lockdown. But, but food are essential. Lockdown. Food is allowed to move. Food is the only thing allowed to move, sir. It's allowed to move, but they spend so much on transportation. Hmm. They spend so much on transportation, and they pursue a lot of people on the road. They disturb them so much. What they use, for example, they can use hundred thousand naira to bring in a, a truckload of chocolate for a ride. Now they use almost three hundred thousand naira to bring it in because they have a lot of of roadblocks that they settle. So they cannot bring it in. They will say they cannot bring it in. So that's what they are suffering now. We cannot even buy up those produce from our fellow farmers. So that's what we're facing now. Exactly. Yeah. There was a channel report where they put a hidden camera in a trailer mm-hmm. that was transporting food from one town to another. Mm-hmm. The guy said yes. 70,000 naira. 70,000 naira trying to get his items across the mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, exactly. They spent so much. They spent so much. They spend so much. Imagine spending 70,000 naira to move your food. Ah, you're going to try and find a way to recoup. So, I mean, you know, somebody called earlier on the show and said that sometimes it's, uh, you know, Nigerians trying to exploit Nigerians. And, and that is true. But sometimes it doesn't even start from the person you're buying the gari from in the market. It starts from the person supplying her the gari. And it starts from the person who is transporting the gari. So it's a long chain of things you know, happening with that sector, with the food supply sector. And you have to ask, didn't government see that coming? Couldn't government, both federal and state government, predict that security agencies would extort food uh, transporters at the boundaries? Couldn't they predict that food prices would go up at the exact time that people's income would be dropping? Like if Sandra Ezekwesili could see it, how couldn't government have seen it? 0700-993-993-993. Do you think the government did enough to handle the food security crisis before it happened? Do you think that um, they do enough to make sure that food can cross from state to state without obstruction. If you are in this business, you are a transporter of food, you're a farmer, you are a seller, please call the show and talk to me. 
Do you think the government did enough to make sure that farmers could stay on their farms? How about intervention in uh, urban areas? Do you think government lifted the interstate travel ban early enough? Because this was more than two weeks ago when there was still an interstate travel ban. They've lifted it now. Do you think they lifted it early enough? If your answer to any of those questions is no, why do you think government didn't do what needed to be done? Ezadum, good evening. Hello, good evening, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, good evening, Ezadum. Okay, thank you, Sandra. I am Ezadum from Suver. Go ahead, Ezadum. Thank you very much. Um, Sandra, mm. in short time, I just want to achieve that. If you want to know why the cost of goods are high, mm. just go to my tube. If you go to my tube, you will see that there are a set of group of people that export commercial vehicles. Hmm. Any time, any moment, they strike any vehicle conveying any form of good. I said any form of good, whether full stop or non full stop. They will stop you. You will not move until you pay a big certain amount of money. Just go to my tool now. Send you a reporter. They wear yellow vest. They, in fact, they unleash them in that my tool to export hard-working people who are trying to make everything. You see, Sandra, hmm. I am not surprised. I am not surprised about the high negative impact on of COVID-19 on Nigerians. Hmm. Because, Sandra, hmm. I remember that before the election, I complained here bitterly that the welfare package implemented government them a problem. I call it then misappropriation. How do you tell me, Sandra, mm. that in order... Hello, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. In order, in order to cushion the welfare of Nigeria... You tell me that somebody who don't have job, you will give him ten or twenty thousand naira. Thousands of Nigerians got money they did not deserve. A lot of billions were wasted. The vice president took unaccounted billions and distributed to Nigeria. They wasted billions that should be channeled to our supply chain. Just less than a year after the election, see the impact. There's no money. Supply chain, Nigeria is zero. You will agree with me in April during lockdown, the state government could not give their citizens food because they don't know how to reach them. They can only give their party members some food to go and share to their party members. Here in my side, where I live, they just came with some vehicle, came out, took some pictures, gave some people some packages, and left. Majority of poor people that came out to, to receive the package from them were expected. So why the high negative, in, why we are witnessing high negative impact of COVID-19 is because of misappropriation of billions before the election. Billions that are supposed to be channeled to that just project. 
I want the vice president to explain to Nigerians the effectiveness of that distribution. What is the economic impact of the billions that we are distributed for the election? Thank you very much, Sandra. I'm Ezedum. Thank you, Ezedum, for calling. We've got Olumuiwa on the line. Olumuiwa, hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening. First and foremost, I get angry when we are mentioning government. Government. Because as far as I'm concerned, we don't have government. Government determines the life of the citizen. So let's forget government first. Now, on the issue of coronavirus impact, in fact, I can tell you all that it's not affecting me at all. And this is what happened. In the early 80s, out of the 12 children of my father, I was the only one he said to the farm. And I was angry and crying as a little child. This man, you hate me. You take me to farm. You take me to farm out of the city. But today, I have farm that even I, I, I can processing gari by myself. In fact, I'm processing fufu. I'm giving it to my neighbor. I'm processing a lupo by myself. I give it to my neighbor with a little half of land I just got in around. It is only in Nigeria, a land where you can plant your fingers to germinate that people are crying of hunger. We will buy a land, we build a house, the remaining one will cement it, and we put cornerstone, everything. We cement everywhere, floor everywhere, and we are crying of hunger in Nigeria. In Nigeria, that God bless, where you can plant anything, anything. And I plant anything, I mean it, including apps that I can drink. And in conclusion, God bless the company I'm working with. The man is not the money. He pay all staff. All the salary, he did not slash anybody's salary. I did not owe anybody's salary. So coronavirus is not affecting me. My company, God bless the company. Then I can bend down and cut grass and plant. Do you know, Madam Sandra, hmm. I didn't know that this our garlic, uh, turmeric, hmm. what's the other one? The spirit. Ginger? I didn't know, I remember later. Ginger? I didn't know that they can even grow in our soil, yo. I plant, once I buy anything and I like the seed and I put it on the soil, it grows up. Even if you look at my cup and where I live, mm. I have so many plastics that I bought. and plant things, food, vegetables, go on them and they grow. Why others are crying that they are hungry? Good evening. Olumuiwa, thanks for calling. My last call is Alex. Hello, Alex. Oh, thank God. After three years. <laughs> my name is Alex. Good to have you on the uh, show. Sandra, you can see that... Uh, the foodstuff uh, effect is making people to wait to ambush you that they want to win uh, the 10,000 naira quiz question. Uh, yes, so that they can uh, use the money to go and buy food. And buy stuff. food. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's just going to be only one person. I hope it was me because you said it's last, it's, uh, I'm the last caller, so you can go ahead with your question. <laughs> I'm a food vendor <laughs> somewhere around Lekki here. Okay. I sell uh, fruits and uh, vegetables and foodstuff. Okay. Each and every day, the price keeps going up. Hmm. The only thing that the only food that is cheap now that I can beat my hand on my chair and say it's cheap is okra. Hmm. A bag of okra is like one thousand five, one three, one two. Why is okra cheap? I don't know. Maybe, maybe because it's in season hmm. and then it's it's also easily perishable oh. from the nuts. Okay. The, the species from the nuts is very cheap now. Oh, I see. But yam, you know, yam environmental factor too. Yam has gone off season. Hmm. The dry yam is what you have right now. Mm-hmm. But I know that by the time the new yam comes out, the price will slightly go down. Mm. You were on this radio station when you had, when we heard that Erufai was saying that he was going to unlock 
the security blockades that mm. even the policemen that they kept on the road are collecting money. That's a right. whole governor. Mm-hmm. So we have issues with our 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 policemen. We have issues. They are not helping matters because actually the cost of bringing down those food stuff. There are no farms in Lagos. Yeah. The cost of bringing those food stuff from outside Lagos will triple, and then it will have a triple effect on the pricing. So that's that's essentially what has made food prices go, go up. up. So well, we're hoping that, that now that um, now that uh, the interstate ban has been lifted, maybe things normalize. If it is not, if if the 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 twenty five percent lockdown is the restriction is still there. Aim with us. Thank you so much for being a part of Hard Facts. Let's do it again tomorrow. I will bring you uh, uh, the another contender for the president for the Nigerian Bar Association. I am talking about uh, Babatunde Ajibade, S A N. He'll be on the show with me tomorrow at five p.m. So tell your friends to tell their friends if their lawyers even. Better. Uh, follow me online, right? Let's talk on Twitter. Let's talk on Instagram. Let's talk on uh, Facebook. Sandra is a Until tomorrow, those were your hard facts, Lagos. Good night.